just sniffed too hard and blocked my ear. Hurts. Because I can't feel Everybody my balance. Everybody hurts. Thank you, Michael. Stop. <laughs> Sometimes. That was beautiful. We should do. That uh, was the first thing that you've <laughs> sung on this show <laughs> where the melody was right. Wow. What a backdoor compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do. We should do an all karaoke episode. You're the one that I want. <laughs> I'll start with the Billy Joel song. It'll be Don't Ask Me Why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with The Good Wife. Well, that's good. Have you seen The Good Wife? I've not seen The Good Wife, but let me tell you what I've div- div- divined yes. from watching the ads for The Good Wife <laughs> six years ago when I still watched Free to Wear TV. I like it. I like it. There's a wife. Yes. She's quite good. In Well. The end. No. Uh, <laughs> so this is what I think happens. She's mm-hmm. married to this kind of powerful... He, I think he's like a politician or something like that. Intriguing. And he gets in some sort of – finds himself in what we might call a pickle. <laughs> yeah. And then he has to go to jail or he has to – he faces some sort of criminal charges. Intriguing. And then she kind of – maybe he's not a politician. Maybe he's like a crime boss or something. But anyway, same thing. Yeah. Um, and then she sort of has to wait for him and run the empire and stuff. And then I think he gets out of jail perhaps in maybe a later season – and it's about how she's just kind of wears the pants now because he's been a gigantic jackass and screwed everything up. And it's got Mr. Big from Sex and the City in it. It does. Chris North. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's his name. No, that's true. I believe you. I like Mr. Big. Uh, what? I don't know. Oh, you're more of an Aiden guy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, how spot on was I with my assessment of the synopsis? Aiden was treated terribly by Carrie. Well, Just terribly. So what happens when he... No, 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 backing it up. <laughs> I was about to say something horrible. Da, 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 da. <sighs> was I good? Was I good with my... I gleaned all that just from the ads. You were wife level good. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so That's a compliment, I think. Yeah, look, in the, in the context of talking about a show called The Good Wife, it is, and any other thing, it's getting pretty weird. Mm. We do spend a lot of time looking at each other talking. Bit sexist, yeah. <laughs> the big phallic microphones. So, I wish this was still episode sixty nine. <laughs> the opponent, mm. yeah, seventy. Oh, boring. Nothing funny about seventy. Skinny person bending over next to a fat person. Seventy. I couldn't think of a good thing for a bingo call. So the the eponymous good wife is eponymous. is the wife of the word. district attorney, the DA in Chicago. Yep, uh, Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Good pizza in Chicago. Do they? Yeah, like this real. It's different to pizza I've had anywhere else. It's this deep pan. You know how you hear Americans call it pizza pie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that wasn't a Chicago accent. That was terrible. I liked whatever um, accent that was. I think that must be where it comes from because they have this sort of deep pan, but it's it's not a pizza as much as it is. A pie. A fat-ass pie. It's amazing. Oh, thanks, Liza Minnelli. In the whatever. first, the first episode quickly establishes that she's the wife of the district attorney. Yep, she was a lawyer back in the day, but she gave now she's it all. A, now she's a lady who lunches. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Raise, raising children as women should. Aww. Oh, can we cut that bit out? Yes, we can. Minister I'm, for women. It wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't serious. No, it wasn't. Disclaimer: Nothing I say on this show is real. Disclaimer: Yes, it is. You said I was. You know, we were Hashtag, friends. Sorry, not sorry. You said we were best friends. <laughs> Best friends forever, true for life. Ooh, Hashtag you're not making really. Me live. Whenever I'm feeling very musical, you're doing the karaoke thing quite well. Uh, Is there a guitar up here. No, he not. has Damn. 
a big fat mega scandal. Uh oh. Where he gets caught on tape doing it hardcore with a prosy. Why is that a scandal? <laughs> because he's married and he hired a prostitute to do mm. it with. Would it have been as much of a scandal if it was someone who wasn't a prosy? Who was a married district attorney. What? Having a having extramarital sex. Yeah, but I just I just feel like this show is just set up for slut shaming from the get go. <laughs> and I'm not cool with that. I understand. Because I'm a feminist. In a more entitled age. But what if you were married to someone and they were like Oh, oh, I had sex outside the marriage, but don't worry, it wasn't some kind of prostitute. But that's my point. Cheating is cheating. We've talked about this before, I think, when we were doing the whole Ashley Madison thing. No, no, <laughs> when I say when we were doing that, <laughs> I mean when we were well, talking let's about cut it. cut that out for the fucking... <laughs> not when we'd signed up for it, because yeah. that hasn't happened. When we were browsing yet. Ashley Madison. <laughs> for fuck's sake, man. Sorry. Yeah. No, that never... <laughs> I meant we talked about it. I did mean that we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, this episode's going to um, be six minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think that cheating's cheating. It doesn't matter if it's with a prosy or not. I would agree. I think the prostitute angle gives it a certain uh, griminess, which is inherent to the political system in America, not to the value of sex workers. You know what would have made it grimier? If he was doing it with his sister. Uh, that's true. I should write TV. You should. <laughs> I mean, it's so, Mr. Big Philander. The tone of the thing is that he gets caught having extramarital sex. Let's not get into the sex. inherent value of uh, <laughs> sex workers. Sex. Yes, sex. Doing it. Doing it. <laughs> Hiding the sausage, <laughs> etc. Uh, we should talk about those Frankfurts you almost bought as well. <laughs> we should. I want that to be one of, those thi- <laughs> one of those things that happens every now and then where I say we should talk about that and then we forget to come back to it. Yeah, exactly. Just leave it in there. Oh, I forgot Stefan's Frankfurt. <laughs> <laughs> nice little treat for somebody to stumble across that with their listening, stumbling someone, across I mean, Stefan's Frankfurt. If someone, if this is someone's first episode, when we would talk, <laughs> let's talk about your Frankfurt after we finish our ribald tales that we've had with Ashley Madison. Jesus, I'm Christ. still reeling from episode sixty nine. You're feeling musical, and I'm just feeling <laughs> yeah. retarded. <laughs> Differently <laughs> able people are okay. Yeah. Yeah. So didn't mean it like that. No, no. Well, you got to make it so serious <laughs> all the time. Um, just having a bit of fun. I was just talking about the pilot episode to the bloody CBS drama that I've been watching, and you turned it into a uh, a thing about sort of sex workers' rights, which is important. Yeah, but this is all within the first scene. All right. Well, anyway, so he paints a happens. prostitute and he gets in trouble. Yeah, yeah. This all makes right. his wife angry, but also he's accused of uh, sort of doing some dirt in the in the office and stealing money and stuff, and that sends him to prison. To pay for the prosies, probably. Well, who can say? I can. I just did. <laughs> Uh, and in his absence, his wife, uh, the lead character, goes back to work at a law firm. Played by who? Uh, I don't know, but don't she's know. very good. You don't know because she's a woman? <laughs> and you don't think it's worth learning their names? I don't know. Because they're all the same amorphous shape to you? <laughs> I don't know because she hasn't, God, you're a hasn't been in Sex in the City before. Okay. But she's very good. I'm just going to Google it while you're uh, talking. G-Wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't think that's... Oh, sidetrack. I was reading the Captain Planet wiki yesterday because <laughs> I was trying to find out if Wheeler had a first or a last name. You're listening to Justin just reads whatever's <laughs> on his phone when he unlocks it. 
<laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah. So she goes back to a law firm. She goes back to a law firm, which is a hot bed of intrigue where she's uh, she's employed by a man that she used to be in love with Ooh. and all this sort of stuff. And she's trying to raise her kids full time with her husband's meddling mother while her husband tries to get out of jail and then run for district attorney and all this stuff. Uh, and it's just like a like a case of the week drama. Um, and I'd never given it a second thought, but this site that I really, that I frequent, the AV Club, where Juliana I go to. Juliana Margualis. Yeah, that makes that's sense. A, that's not how you pronounce it. I'm not. Uh, she's for very good. Uh, oh shit! Michael J. Fox is in this show. Yeah, yeah. And Christine Baranski. This is an all-star cast. It's got. Why am I not watching this? Alan Cumming. Yeah, man. It's got Nightcrawler in it. So I, because I'd never given it a second thought because I thought it was just a miscellaneous, some bullshit like Grey's Anatomy or something. Like, who gives a fuck about that show, for Christ's sake? I'm not an idiot. I will. <laughs> I'm just seeing if you're paying attention. Throw you from this balcony. Most people can't see this because it's, and I, I stress to you, <laughs> my podcasting friend, an audio medium. But I just spent a good five minutes explaining <laughs> the good wife to a person reading their phone about Cap- seemingly just checking out a sweet episode <laughs> guide on Captain Fucking Planet. No, I was reading about the good wife <laughs> while you were talking about it so I could absorb the information Ooh, twice as fast. I'm a multitasker or a multitasker, <laughs> depending on your pronunciation or pronunciation of multi slash multi. Mutias. No, that's not right. Okay. <laughs> right. It's like Jabba the Hutt saying it. <laughs> Oh, that dickhead. Uh, he got choked he by did. a big chain. By someone who he tried to slut shame <laughs> exactly. by dressing and forcing into a life yeah. of sexual servitude. We're not talking about George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> he sadly yeah. is still alive. Yeah, yeah. He famously told uh, Carrie Fisher, oh, there's no such thing as underwear in space. Yeah. Which has got to be up there as one of the creepiest things ever said. <laughs> But that's just because that's one of the few things I've heard a director say to a young actress. It's probably all messed up. I wasn't going to say, of on the scale of things that I think directors say to young actresses, yeah, yeah. that's probably quite tame, exactly. would be my guess. Not I've that got I'm some notes, Megan Fox. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down, <laughs> Michael Bay. Good wife's really good. But yes, I'd never given it much thought. I just thought it was some miscellaneous bullshit show. But the AV Club, which is sort of my go-to internet place for TV reviews, kept talking about it like it was really great. It's been really entertaining. Every It's one of those like courtroom dramas, which is really heavy on Don't guest stars. Don't talk too fast, because we've got a Feel 30 minutes of time <laughs> and we've got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> They've like every actor from The Wire pops up in this show nah. and they're really good. Now I understand. There's all kinds of great people in there. It's just a good show. I like it. And the cases of the week are very interesting, but there's a nice overarching narrative. It's like Court Buffy or something. Is it funny? Or it's is very it funny. Drama or is it what's its what's its It's go? like a dramedy, I would say. A it's dramedy. mainly a drama. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, there's a lot of funny magags in there. I'm a big fan. Does Candace Bergen guest star? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just saying that so that we can tweet her after this show exactly. comes out and say, we gave you a shout out, Murphy Brown. We did. Slash, what else has she been in? She was in Sex and the City. She was. She was like the editor of, was it Vogue? She was the editor of Vogue. Yeah, God, She was I'm trying good. to have it all, but you can't have it all. Oh, I should go to some sort of Sex and the City trivia you could. Thing, and just school everybody <laughs> how wow. it's done. Can you imagine how held aloft you'll be walking triumphantly out of the Sex in the City <laughs> trivia night where you're like, oh, I got it all right. I'm the best. I will be literally surrounded by a cavalcade of respecting, adoring women if I do that. They'll be like, oh, my God, it's the original sensitive new age guy. 
the Oznag. Yes. <laughs> the Oznag. Wow. Quite uh, a branding opportunity. What else was Candace Bergen in? Murphy Brown. Yeah. I Sex in the City. What else? Sex in the Brown. She's in Boston Legal. Murphy She's Shirley Schmidt. You know who else a... isn't in The Good Wife? Candace Bergen. She's not in it. Obama's not in it. Candace Bergen trivia night. <laughs> That'd be cool. You say someone compared Obama to Hitler? <laughs> uh, because like he didn't every go to, day. Because he didn't go to France for the um, Freedom of Speech March. If he did go to France, people would be complaining that he was wasting taxpayers' money. I know. Can't win. Poor Obama. Obama, if you want a guest on this podcast, we'd love to have you. Yeah, I'm sure he'll respond to our We Shouted You Out on Level 30 tweet. Of course he will. He's the, the pot user. That's right. <laughs> the pot user. The president of the USA. P-O-T-U-S-A. Pot user. Oh. That's why the band, the presidents of the United States of America, are called the presidents of the United States of America. Really? Because the acronym is pot user. I feel... I've enlightened you, haven't I? Betrayed. Betrayed? Uh, they why? Because they were really wholesome. They and wrote now, songs about cans of peaches. Exactly. And dune buggies. Yeah. And peaches are delicious slash nutritious. Dune buggies are fun for the whole family. I didn't know that buggy I was <laughs> in my hand. I didn't realise I was marinating in some pot smoke the whole time I was listening in to the it. Sand. Dune buggies probably a fucking metaphor for tits. Hit me with your best shot. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. That was a little rough around here. Just don't (laughs) worry. We'll auto-tune it later. Oh, we should auto-tune the whole thing. (laughs) Are you going to pay for the auto-tune plug-in for GarageBand? Does that cost money? Yes. Oh, let's not do it. Let's just do impressions of Cher. Do you believe in (laughs) life after tune? It's like looking into a share mirror, but sound. Remember uh, that time that we did a show? <laughs> yes, I do. You said to me, oh, I've just finished this show called Bob's Burgers. And I was like, yeah, I told you about that a thousand years ago. And you were like, yeah, it's really good. I remember that. I just finished a show called True Detective, hey. which if memory serves me correct, we may have still been in single digits of this show yep. when you told me about that. Uh, I've just finished watching it. It's really good. It's a little bit... Uh, you wouldn't want to watch it if you were feeling a bit down in the dumps. <laughs> I'll say that. How long ago did you finish it? Uh, Friday. Yeah, you shouldn't be alone. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't recovered yet. I haven't actually left the house. i just I, been <laughs> scratching my name into the floorboards downstairs over and over again. Yeah, yeah. It's the Requiem for a Dream of TV series. Oh, that's quite apt, really. It's quite dark. Something that you're like, that's amazing. No need to watch that again, though. But I thought that, you know your game where you think that actors are the same character? Yep. I thought that maybe McConaughey from True Detective Mm. could actually be McConaughey from Interstellar. But I couldn't decide on what the order was. Does he go and colonise the new planet? Yeah. And then he's all weird and because he talks about how his daughter died. Yeah. At in the beginning of True <laughs> Detective. I'm like, maybe she died when she was ninety years old and this yeah. is not actually on Earth. It's you know, New Earth. That's boss. Third Earth, That's as they my call new it in Thundercats. Yeah. <laughs> um, or was it the other way around where the reason that he's super bummed out and a bit bit of a dipshit at the beginning of Interstellar? <laughs> Is because he's basically just had True Detective happen to him. He's decided yeah, yeah. to start a new life. I might get into science. And then I think that Woody Harrelson is probably his character from White Man Can't Jump. <laughs> <laughs> Grown up. Yeah. And become a cop. 
He's done a, quite a bit of growing. I like. Where does How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days fit into this? Is that McConaughey? It is. I tend to just black out all of McConaughey's shit movies, of which a, there are many. It's been a remarkable shift where he just seemingly woke up one day and was like, "I might be an actor." Yeah, I should stop being a useless pile of yeah. turd with abs <laughs> and uh, hone my art. Maybe we should hone our art. Or should we just keep talking shit? Let's hone it. How do you do that? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Anyway, True Detective. I gave it to my friend uh, Lachlan. Why would you give it to someone who's a friend? (laughs) Well, I think he wanted to watch it, so I uh, gave it to him. Mm. He's a friend of the show. I'll tweet him to say he's gotten a shout out. Shout out. I like to call him Lockie because we're that tight. That's that we just shorten <laughs> each other's names. Really? I'm like, what's up, Lockie D? I don't know what his last name is. Uh, Lockie D is pretty good. What's his last name? I'm not telling it's you. It's Lockie M, isn't He's it? my friend. Go fuck yourself. I'm like, what's up, Lockie D? He's like, Jossie Tay, hey. <laughs> what's shaking down in the bruns, my brother? That should not be oh your <laughs> nickname. <laughs> Why not? Jossie. <laughs> what's wrong with Jossie Tay, hey? It sounds like your... Episode title, episode 70, <laughs> Jossie Tay, hey. I'm, I can't have, even I'm though pretty I'm gangster. Like I'm looking at you, but I imagine you're wearing gigantic oversized skate clothes, yeah. but they're all day glow orange. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my wardrobe looks like. You've hung out with me socially. Just, you know this. Jesse Day, hey, doing some fat kick flips off the backboard. Sweet air, brah. Gonna cap some nines. Yeah. I don't know anything about I'm the like streets. The Mondo Gecko of Brunswick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, Mo- you know who Mondo Gecko is? Yeah. Oh, should I explain that or should we just make people look it up? <laughs> nah, just leave it. That's a All big right. call. Everybody needs to make their own decisions as to whether or not you are, in fact, <laughs> on the level of Mondo Gecko. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I so wonder I, if MondoGecko.com is taken as a domain name. Because <laughs> I, I, how cool would it be if my email address was <laughs> JussieTayhay <laughs> at MondoGecko.net.au? Yeah. I can't believe I snagged it two years ago. <laughs> not one single email has come in. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so you gave uh, gave True Detective to Lockie D. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was nice for old LD. That's what I call him. Oh, look L- at you, just yeah. shorten it. Call him Lud. Hey, Lud. Like I'm a policeman from, uh, you know, England. Don't disparage our international listeners. <laughs> You've already launched some sort of hate campaign against women tonight. <laughs> I feel like you're unfairly characterising my comments. Well, man, what are you going to do? But I thought I was we'll being nice. We'll fix it in post. I really like <laughs> I really hate all men. <laughs> <laughs> well, auto-tune it out. It's gold. Why do they have to keep floating their penises? Anyway, oh, that's Stefan. He's got some, some nice progressive views. What did Lockie Daddo think of it? I just got heaps of text messages from him that like seemed to trend towards suicide. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, I was really no. enjoy- I was watching with Eileen and that sort of thing, and I watched it week to week. Which so I you think watched is- it with another person. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I think you, you need to dilute it in a room. With uh, four eyes in it, not yep. my conventional, not, not four. your usual four. <laughs> not my usual so setup. Six eyes is best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and week to week is good because you've got sort of a week to decompress and just remember that there's a sort of glimmer of light at the end of this tunnel we call mortality. Yeah. Um, and uh, but he just shotgunned it all in a week, and I was just getting like texts in all caps Maybe. saying like time is a flat circle. Can, and I, stuff like can that. I point out that shotgunned it all in a week? <laughs> Maybe not the best turn of phrase. Yeah, that's not great. He was a good guy. The, mo- 
the most I could do was two in a row, two episodes in a row. It's yeah. only eight episodes to the bloody thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I watched it over the course of about a month because it was just it's bleak, man. But then it, when it really picks up around episode five, like the second half of it's got a, a much bigger sense of urgency to it. And I watched five and six, and I went, "Oh, there's only two left." I was like, I could probably watch one more before bed. <laughs> and then I went, oh, no, I better not because then I want to watch the last one because yeah, I'm yeah. sure there'll be some sort of cliffhanger And then it's dawn. Uh, and I decided not to do that because going to work and stuff. And boy, was I glad that I didn't <laughs> because I came home last Friday and thought what I'll do is I'll chew through these last two episodes before I do whatever my Friday night is. And watch Spoilers, them. it was just having a pot noodle at home. <laughs> But yeah, chewed through the last two episodes of it and just messaged my friend and went, we need to go out for a drink because <laughs> I can't be by myself right now. I need to understand that human beings are warm creatures. And I stayed out partying until three in the morning oh. because I didn't want to come home alone <laughs> after watching that. <laughs> it was pretty deep stuff. It's pretty weird. And I thought I had a surprisingly upbeat ending, True Detective. Mm, um, I think upbeat relatively. Yeah, yeah. But not upbeat compared to like would I compare it to the episode of Play School where they read the teddy bears picnic? <laughs> no, it's not that upbeat. For the best. Do you think it's, it's better or worse than Good Wife? <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it home, baby. Uh, I'm bringing it home. I I think it's probably a it's probably better than The Good Wife, but I'm only two seasons into The Good Wife. Mm. Uh, so, you know, there's nowhere to go but up or down. To be fair, you were only one season into True Detective. True Detective was a spectacularly good show. Mm. Uh, They're doing a second one. Yeah, yeah. It's going to have uh, different people in it, mm. obviously, because case solved. Oh, spoilers. Oh, spoilers. Or was it? But yeah, go Rusty Cole, ma'am. He digs under your skin and lives there forever like a festering sore. Doesn't he what? Oh, dear. Did I tell you that uh, I went to the beach and lost the car key in the sand? <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're really <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel for stories now, aren't we? Speaking of, like, what, do you, what happens at the, at the bottom of a beach? Like, is my car key in the planet's China. core? China. Yeah. Thanks, Professor Science. <laughs> did, I, did, did I tell you what I bought at, at the supermarket the other day? <laughs> this is the level we're getting to. <laughs> I've got four yogurts. Because <laughs> it, was, it was four for eight bucks. Really? Which they're normally about $2.70. What a bargain. So it was a saving of about $2.40 total. <laughs> so I got an apricot one. I got a blackberry one. I got a cherry one, which is my favourite. Cherry's good. And I got uh, blueberry. Oh. But the cherry one's really nice. You could walk out of the supermarket with that and some bog roll for a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. No, win. I couldn't. And I'll tell you why. Because even though I live by <laughs> no, myself. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This is, this is my case story. I do poops, <laughs> let me tell you, it's like. Uh, it's not a poop story. When I buy toilet paper, this is how lazy I am. I buy those jumbo, like, 32-roll packs, even <laughs> yeah, though I yeah. live on my own. Exactly. And it's not like there's a cavalcade of people coming by to <laughs> use my dunny. Just in case I have to mop up the bog of eternal stench one day. So I buy toilet paper about twice a year. <laughs> That's it. And I do the same thing with toothpaste. I go and I buy about a month's uh, – sorry, not a month's – a year's worth of toothpaste yeah. and just put it in the cupboard. And I do that at the start of the year. Yeah. Done. Never have to remember to buy toothpaste then. Like a serial it's killer. It's goes off. <laughs> You're looking at me like you're just 
don't comprehend why I find that weird. I think it's just because I have to walk home from the supermarket. So if I'm carrying like 45 rolls of toilet paper, you just really feel like everyone in the street's like, God, that guy sure but loves a good shit. <laughs> but this is why you do the big shop. You go yeah. in the car just once mm. and you buy all of those mm. non-perishable things. You just stuff your car full of shit paper <laughs> and then just drive home on a cloud made of like anticipation of comfort. <laughs> Imagine if you're in a car accident. <laughs> your car gets hit by a train at a level crossing. Yeah. And then they come and they find the wreckage of the car and your mangled corpse yeah. and 180 rolls of Kleenex. <laughs> They're like, what the hell was this guy doing? <laughs> I've always thought about that like when you, uh, you pick up like a big order of takeaway yeah. for a group of people and you're driving at home. And like, if I'm in a car accident, they're going to think I'm the fattest person. <laughs> like, well, this guy was going to have four things. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> No wonder he's got so much toilet paper. That's going to burn on the way out. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Good times. I know. What were you about to say? Oh, you were asking about the keys at the beach. Yeah. Tell us about that. I just went to Please. the beach. <laughs> it sounds so exciting. I went to the beach and then went Wow. I- <laughs> was it a warm day? It was. It was... Good time to be at the beach. <laughs> you broadly classify as beach weather. You really nailed it then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good on you. If you'd gone when it was rainy and stormy, I would have questioned you. But well, exactly. Clearly you've got superior judgment I when it comes to extracurricular activities <laughs> in the Aussie summer sun. <laughs> I didn't lose my keys in a fog on the moors. <laughs> I just got off the beach and, was, and I haven't been to the beach very often. Did I tell you about how I lost my keys at the beach? Because the lighthouse wasn't on. <laughs> I don't know. My keys were in the ignition of my car that contained my family on the ferry. (laughs) And it went down. Oh, (laughs) no, that's quite bleak. It's a fun little story. Isn't it? Uh, I didn't do that. I just. The ferry was called the Mary Celeste. I was going to say Titanic, but I thought it was too soon. (laughs) (laughs) We like to exercise an air of sensitivity on this show. That's right. No spoilers. Yeah. The lady's got the diamond. Jesus gets nailed to a tree. This is the oldest book I could think of. <laughs> you went to the beach. Went to be- had a rich and, there. Had a rich and full day. Did you build a sandcastle? No, but I did sort Lose of run it. my hands through the sand elegantly. Sort you of make like sand angels. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, look at it run through my fingers. We'll all be dead one day. Oh, time's passing me by. Might go dip in the ocean. Better go home and watch True Detective to perk me up. My skin felt radiant after being scrubbed by the sea air. It's nature's exfoliator. Apparently. Who needs bloody oil of Olay? <laughs> I went to Black Rock, which oh. is outside of Melbourne. Is it, in fact, a rock that is black? No. I've never been there. Well... It was was a surprisingly uh, picturesque beach for what I assumed would be like a weird pirate ship bogeyman country. (laughs) Or maybe a la the Lost Black Rock, a pirate ship in the middle of the jungle. But Eileen and I drove there and a nice elderly gentleman let us park in his driveway. Because as we were trying to manoeuvre into a car space that was charitably half the size of our vehicle, (laughs) his dog ran out and we managed to catch it for him and bring it back. And he said, you can park in our driveway, young'uns. Go and enjoy frolicking in the sand. Pip, pip. We'll all be free. Everyone loves the sun. I live near the beach. What a win. 
I thought you were going to say, as you were backing in, you ran over his dog. (laughs) And he was like, I'm too miserable to stop you from parking in my driveway now. You've killed my only friend. Yeah, yeah. It's like that guy who got run over by the train and it severed his body in half. But it was only the pure weight of the train that stopped him from dying. Because he didn't bleed out because it just held him there like a huge giant snapping the end of a balloon with its big fingers. Is that a true story? It is a true story. So maybe he was like, as long as you stay parked there, my dog is alive. But if you move, it'll die. Wow. <laughs> this is actually a really heartwarming story that you've destroyed with dog aside. <laughs> I just want to take the focus off your rampant sexism <laughs> that's been happening tonight. So I go to the beach. Yep. Have a blast. Take advantage of a pensioner. Spend hours in the sun. Mm-hmm. This is at the tail end of what has been a delightful Sunday. So does Let's this, be real. Does this constitute your... I know that you only go out in the sun every four years. Is this that is it. Yeah, yeah. Dusted? Cool. For, it, was, it was very strange. Got sunburnt on the inside of my knees. Wow. Because that's what happens when you sit cross-legged reading uh, Transformers versus G.I. Joe in the sun for an hour. <laughs> Put all my stuff back in my little bag, put my pants back on, walked back to the car, got no car key, just lost it, just gone, just gone into the, just pushed into the sand, which makes you think, it's funny that just everything doesn't sort of fall out of our grasp over time, doesn't it? Everything's so tenuous, isn't it? Isn't it? Mm. It really is. But anyway... The nice old lady comes out because she sees us. Oh, so you've I, taken advantage of an old lady now as well. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking at. I'm looking at the car in what can only be described as a Charlie Brown esque manner because oh. I was like, oh, maybe I left the keys in the car, which is a sort of much more surmountable problem than them being lost, like within in, literally within the sands of an, time, an infinite beach. And uh, did no. you try unlocking the car with the power of the force? I did. I tried to pour all my effort into the force. <laughs> did fuck all. Tried to just sort of wail and like limply bash my fists against the glass. Mm. Nothing. So the nice old lady comes out and is watering the garden, and we have to be like, so uh, you I mugged her and took her water. <laughs> and <laughs> like I regret and then to tell went you, begging with it, and people filled it up with coins, and you bought a new car and drove home. Uh, no, we did. Mine's but it was, heaps better. It was it was golden flax. Uh, and then Rumpelstiltskin was there, but we didn't know his name. But I shouldn't have said that because it comes up later in the story. Whoopsie. Prick your finger on the spindle, he said. And we all went, hee, 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 all the way home. Anyway, what happened with the old lady? Uh, <laughs> we had to go up and say, I just like, I can't apologize enough for like really curdling your favor of letting us park in your driveway. Oh, of course. You were parked we are, in a driveway and you couldn't get the car yeah, yeah. out. That was Good a very for. nice thing of you to do. And we really, really fucked you for it because now <laughs> we're stuck in your driveway with a car which is effectively an inert brick of nothingness. <laughs> it's just full of empty no potential, like some kind of uh, spaceship that moves space around it, but it's on the fritz. So much power, but actually no power. Yep. What's that all about? Like an arrow next to a 10 that's the wrong way around and loses all meaning. It's a bit like voting in our country. Anyway, so I'm uh, So I'm contemplating, we've had a, like, Lena and I have had a very good day and I go, you call the, the people who can come and help rescue you, the RACV people yep. for our Australian listeners, the international listeners, like the tow truck guy who can come and give you roadside assistance. What do they call them in other countries? Uh, in Britain, I imagine they call them truck bobbies. <laughs> Doubtful. And in France, they call them le trucks. In All right, I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so I go, Lean, you call those people. I'll run down to the beach, 
to um, pointlessly flail against the sand like a fuckwit. Well, I was sort of like, I'll go see if I can find the key. There's no chance. AAA in the US? Why not? I think they do. Yeah, yeah. It's the best you can score on a test. It's one letter removed from Alcoholics Anonymous, which is a concern. Alcoholics Anonymous, Asterix, Automobiles. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Anyway. It really keeps your mind off the bottle if you get woken up every 10 minutes to go save up some fuckwit who's had a bad day at the beach. So you're like Scorponok from the Transformers <laughs> yeah. movie, weaving in and out of the sand. I'm flailing around. Everyone else, Michael Bay style, is just standing around. Josh DeMarle's there looking sultrily into the sun with an yeah. American flag in the background. That's right. People are squinting to see uh, if there's any Autobots, but all they can see is big polished guns and army mm. fetishist stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tweet Josh DeMarle after this. <laughs> it was a real pointless wank. Is what I'm trying to say. Got it. So I walk back to the car and I'm anticipating what is frankly going to be an uncomfortable couple of hours mm. while we wait for the tow truck to come by. Lean and I sitting side by side, sort of in the gutter. Um, <laughs> in the front of an old her, person's house. I imagine sort of perturbed as I've stranded her by just effectively throwing the key into the fucking ocean. Right? <laughs> but I rock up and this nice old couple, she's like busted out some cans of Solo. They're just sitting there in the veranda having a blast. And we just hung out with these people and had cups of tea and learned about their life until the guy came out and let us in the car. Are you going to be friends with these uh, elderly citizens? I think we'll probably end up posing in some kind of joint Christmas card next year. I Excellent. think that's the trajectory it's going. Do you think we could get them on the show? I don't see why not. Do they have Twitter? Should we tweet them? <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'll Probably. tell them to... Uh, I'm sure... Well, now serials come out. They'll know what a podcast is. That's my story. It was nice. I thought life would be terrible. I've been struggling with humanity lately, just with all this bullshit happening that's going mm, on. Don't get too deep into that. No, no. But like... Not because I'm worried about getting depressed, but because we've already hit 35 minutes of audio. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to be fair, about 10 minutes of that is us going, oh, I don't know. Yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yogurt's always funny. People who say yogurt are missing out on comedy every single day. <laughs> um, we actually got listener feedback that said, tell Stefan that he says yogurt correctly. <laughs> yes, I do. Yogurt. It was a thing where I thought everything was shit. My beautiful day had uh, crumbled into dust by my own stupidity. Yep. And then it ended up with just this nice little thing where we hung out with these wonderful people who I was really touched by their kindness that you just never would have run into elsewhere. Like I think if I, given that I'm facing a pretty big bill to get into the car mm. and I will inevitably have to replace the key mm. that I They're about discarded. 80, 80 bucks. Yeah, yeah. They're quite expensive. I still don't think I'd give it all back. To like I wouldn't swap it to just have not lost the key, having spent time with that, those lovely people. To give the old people some coin? No. Nah. So you just drank their <laughs> solo and hightailed it. Yeah, it was delicious. I turned down subsequent solos out of manners. Nice yeah, one. the bolt. What a guy. Because the RACV guy was like, because I've only got the spare key, which is just the actual key, not the little beepy beeper thing. Yep. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, we so know, now we know what it is. Manual. If you don't know what a beeper is for a car key, stop listening to this show. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who let me in, who had like an incredible stick that seemed to have sentience that was able to reach in and wind my window down. Like a selfie stick. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like that, but for the butt. Uh, that's the thing I saw on the internet, a belfie stick. Yeah, and I'm going to get one for when I shave my head so that I can make sure I haven't missed any spots at the back. <laughs> 
society's ruined broadly. Uh, he was like, oh, well, if you've only got the key that turns the thing, then your car might lock itself and you n- that key might just not work one day because it'll like lock itself. I was like, what? Why? Under what parameters? Why would that happen? He's like, oh, you won't even know. One day you'll just turn it on and you'll fucking, you just won't be able. I'm like, oh! So I like just was like, thanks everyone and just got in the car and drove back to Melbourne and then drove to the dealership the next day and was like, I need a, a BP key otherwise my car's going to lock me out forever for some arbitrary reason that no one will explain except a guy with huge arch eyebrows or whatever and they like, ah, it's bullshit, mate. So I said, oh, I'll get it done in February. Haven't we discussed this? Digging through to the... Yeah, but that was in a lightsaber context. Oh, no, I was. No, too, I remember bringing up an enormous shovel. The, the council won't let you burrow through to the core of the earth. <laughs> yeah, well, theoretically, did I, I don't want to do that. I found out the answer to that? You did. Cool. Yeah. All right, well, we'll cut that bit out then. <laughs> <laughs> that can be the Easter egg. How long do you think we could go on this podcast? We're just saying, did we talk about... Yeah, we did. <laughs> do you remember? Yeah, I know I did. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, it's my mum. Yeah, I was...